0: Welcome. Welcome to a place where you will hear from ordinary people who have stepped out in faith and have some extraordinary testimonies to share. My hope is that you will be inspired today, inspired to take your own step or leap of faith, to do that thing, no matter how big or how small, you believe God is calling you to do. Your faith may feel as small as a mustard seed right now, or maybe big enough to move mountains. No matter where you are in your faith journey, I am confident that God will meet you right where you are. I'm your host, Trish McCarthy, and I'm so glad you're listening. I am just so excited to be here today with this friendly face that I haven't seen in so long. (laughs) This is Kevin Kennedy, and I'm trying to think. It's been probably about ten years that we met. It was in 2010 that Courtney and I, my our oldest daughter, we came to Thailand to Pattaya for a missions trip, and just had the the blessing and the privilege of getting to know Kevin and his wife Michelle. And in Thailand, on my ten day trip or whatever, I didn't know what to expect. It was my first, I wasn't raised in the church first of all, and and it wasn't it was my first missions trip, and um, just to partner with you guys that you just walk the walk and just to see you live it out on a daily basis i think watching you and hearing you and your boldness too and and your faith helped me to be able to step out and do some things on that trip that maybe you know i might not have done just having you guys as examples and you spe- mm. you specifically so thank you
1: well, praise God. That's, yeah, that's you know, right. That's, where it came from.
0: <laughs> that's right.
1: Um, yeah. But I, I was so impressed with you and the, and this, um, I don't know if you'll get into the story, but uh, the story with the young lady with HIV. I uh, would love to was, talk
0: about that story. So here's the deal Here's here's one of the big reasons why I wanted to start this podcast is that God has spoken to me over and over about the importance of testimony, not only for, you know, sharing mm-hmm. so other people can hear and, and know what God's doing and be encouraged, but every time when I share a testimony and, and get to share a story, what it does to my own faith, it reignites. It reminds me like those stones of remembrance. I, I, I look back on it and like, wow, he did that and he's, yeah. he's he'll do this again. So I have not actually recalled this story about Anna. Her name was Anna. I haven't talked about that or shared that in a while. So I would love for us to just kind of reminisce on that and talk about what God did. That was amazing. What do you recall from that?
1: I recall that we have always have conversations with our teams that we have a schedule. It's in hand, but that schedule is written in so loose pencil. And if God shows up and God starts doing something that um, that schedule means nothing and that we are going to be on God's schedule, and uh, and then we showed up for the jail that morning, and uh, Anna was outside and in need, and um, so many teams and so many people had, you know, would have passed by or have passed by. She's been on the streets for five days, so how many people have walked by her and seen her and not seen her, you know, they they saw her, but they didn't her
0: right
1: um and for both you and the ladies on the team i don't remember all the ladies uh for you to see her where mm-hmm. she was
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then to grab angel to help you uh, just find out what her story was what was going on and then uh for the rest of the team to go in and go ahead and do the jail ministry and yeah. you guys just stayed out there with her and kept on loving her and finding out her story yeah and then uh and then we had to kind of break away for lunch and, um, you know, we, but during the lunch, all we could do was talk about and pray for and, uh, really just kind of what can we do for her? Yeah. Um, is was the mindset and this perfectly lines up with what God always wants us to do was we see people all around us hurting or not. Um, what, what can we do? What, what are we to do for them? And, um, and then when we came back from lunch, um, she had a lost bodily function, basically. Yep. So that's really that's nice.
0: something that's really vivid in my in my memory is that that morning when I was packing my backpack, I yep. just happened to put some wipes in there, and I hadn't I hadn't done that before, but I had a whole little thing of wipes and. When I, she caught my eye, the way she was limping and just the look on her face, the sadness, but then also, yeah, running down her leg, she had lost that bodily function. And so I just, I, it was almost just, it's just God took over and it was just instinctual. I sat down with her. I got the wipes out. I I started cleaning her. It was messy. It wasn't repulsive. It all, it, it truly felt I don't know, there was just beauty in it. There was beauty and it didn't, it didn't feel messy, dirty, repulsive. It just felt beautiful. And, and then just to see, there were so many other people that came alongside and, and loved on her and served her. And we ended up bringing her to the house of another couple, Uh, Auntie Noy was her name. And I don't remember her husband's name, but they were living, they had previously lived on a platform a wooden platform out in a watermelon plantation they were I think crop sharing I don't, I don't remember all the details but they were basically helping out with these watermelon crops and in exchange they were able to live on this platform it was just a wooden like a um, plywood platform with a tarp over it that was where they lived and then when when I met them and they had moved to a like a, a stone kind of hut with a dirt floor, but she she was so excited because there was a place for them to actually go to the bathroom and they had shelter over there. It was not just a tarp. They had shelter. They had separate rooms uh, and she took Anna in. She took her in and they did and Anna slept there on the, on a mattress on the floor for a little while until uh, another pastor, local pastor came and helped her and got her food. And then we ended up, you and I, I think, took her to a clinic to get her test. She, she had the HIV test and um, just get the fluids and what she needed. And Angel had prayed with her too on, on the drive and um, just, it it, just the whole thing. Just, it was really cool to see all the pieces come together and God use so many people to just love on her and really, really epitomize and exemplified or illustrated the hand, truly the hands and feet of Jesus. And,
1: he... I love to I love to your part where you talk about it. Didn't it wasn't it wasn't offensive. It wasn't anything but beautiful to you, yeah. because from watching from the outside, even she was completely embarrassed by she it. Was. She was. Completely shamed by it, and to just as you know, as I was watching, I'm going, that's what Jesus would do. He'd mm. be right there. Mm. He'd be cleaning her up, and then. Yeah. uh, you know, we, that's, we offered to take her to the clinic. She didn't really want to go because of the condition she was in. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't want to get in the truck. And she was like wanting to get into the back of the truck. And yeah. I was like, no, we have, a, we have a trash bag. Let's put the trash bag down. You can sit on that and don't worry about it. And, yeah. and, you know, um, then we took her to the clinic and she was so dehydrated. It yeah. took over two hours of IV fluids to get her, yeah. just so that she could get her bodily functions back. And, um, so she was at the very end of her rope. And then from there, as we were going to noise, as you were mentioning, um, she asked the question that you would fully expect somebody to ask in that situation is, why are you doing this?
0: That's right. That's right. Why and, are you uh, doing this? Yeah.
1: And so we just told her, because this is what Jesus would do. Yeah. He would love on you right where you're at. Yeah. And then we asked her if she wanted to accept the Lord and she was yep. like, "Yes, if this yep. is what being a Christian is about, this is what I this yes, yes." Oh. she accepted the Lord on the way to Pinewoods. Yep. Um yep. so
0: what something you said in the very beginning was that the mindset that you had is that there was a schedule, there were things that were planned, but if the Holy Spirit intercedes, intervenes, then not to be so rigid, just to be open to what God is doing. And that's such a great way to live every day. I always, I always talk about or joke about when we wake up, I, I like my planner. I have a bullet journal. I like things really organized, but it's really a good idea to write things in pencil <laughs> because you never know what God's gonna come in and erase and change. And we have to be open to the leading and prompting of the Holy Spirit. And we miss we miss things like that. And you never know who's on the other side of, of your openness, right?
1: Absolutely. And that's, we know of one person who was saved that day based on us interrupting the schedule. Yeah. What we don't know is how many, when she went back to her village and to mm. her paperwork so that she could get treatment, she may have started a revival in her village. We don't know. Right.
0: That's so uh, true.
1: But without, you know, being able to step away and listen to what God's doing and join Him where He's at, um, mm. yeah, that would never have happened. So, yeah.
0: yeah. It's yeah. His His agenda, not ours, right? <laughs> And, and I don't always get that right. I'm just going to confess. There's been numerous times where I'm like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> so he's he's so sweet. He's faithful. The thing that I really took away from, from Kevin's sharing in our conversation is the importance of remembering to kind of pencil in your agenda. You may have a plan, but the Lord directs your steps, right? We have to be open. We have to be available to him. We have to be alert and, and looking, or, looking around at the people around us and just being open when that prompting comes from, from him to to love on the people around us. So I just, what a great reminder today. Thank you, Kevin. Stay tuned because next up, we've got Mary Kelly, a dear friend And she's going to be sharing a pretty powerful testimony about the power of prayer. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you are enjoying these testimonies and teachings, please subscribe to the Chasing Scrolls podcast and like and share it with a friend.